This is the What I Live For podcast for Thursday, April 9th, 2020. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the What I Live For podcast. And today I'm talking to my friend, Caitlin. Um, you can find her on Instagram at OnMyWayKate. And I, I've i been friends with Kate for at least, I would say, over the last year. Um, most, of the people, most of these people that you hear on the podcast, I've been friends with them over the last year. But I'm just like, I have this affinity for Caitlin because she's she's a little different because she's you can kind of see that she really wants um, like a different life just because she's, she's been through a lot. Um, you know, she's, she's younger than I am. She's, she's in her twenties and um, she's, she wants so much more out of life. And you can really see that coming through over the last two years because she's been through so much stuff. And when she reached out to me to actually do the podcast, cause I, 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 I actually tried to get her on the podcast last year um, when I really started this and she, you know, I, I don't think she was ready to kind of share her story. Um, but then in the last couple of months, she kind of came back to me and said that she was ready to, you know, talk to me on the podcast and she was like super excited for it. Um, and I, and I, and I see, I see this new excitement out of her over the last few months. Um, just because 2019 for her was just really rough. Like she had a lot of stuff going on and I, I see that, as a year, as 2019 kind of ended and then 2020 started, I saw this shift in her that's completely different than she was in 2019. Like she, she had a good 2019. Um, and then a lot of stuff happened at the beginning of 2019. And then she kind of was trying to just kind of waver through all of that. Um, and then she came, you know, she ended the year just, I guess, kind of really just reflecting on just the last, you know, couple of years and with her weight loss and, and then 2020, she jumped into it and she went just headstrong. And I, I see, I see a, a big difference in her now, um, especially going into 2020 and 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 all the stuff that she's have hadn't have. I can't talk today, and all the stuff she's having to deal with over the last few years, um, just with you know the death of, of parents and stuff like that. So um, I see a big difference in her now. Um, and I'm recording this in, in, in the end of March um, and all this stuff with the coronavirus and all this stuff is happening. And she's she's had a few more hits, but she's still kind of ticking and she's just trying to go. She's trying to uh, still move forward. So, like, I I, I commend her for that. Um, but this was recorded uh, before all the coronavirus coronavirus stuff started. But, like, I, I see this excitement in her then and I still see it now just Again, life hits you and she kind of gets back up and just keeps going. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I really enjoyed talking to Caitlin. Um, and you'll hear more of Caitlin uh, coming up in the next month or so because I have a few more episodes um, and she's on uh, like one of them. So, um, But I hope you guys enjoy this. And other than that, let's just get right into it. So I, I've been trying to get you on the podcast forever and you've been hesitant until like last week you messaged me out of the blue and said, Hey, I want to be on the podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I listened to your podcast with Ethan and it was so good. And I'm like, that seems so easy. I can do that. And I don't know where all that confidence came from. And then today got here and I'm like, mm, do I really want to, and then I'm like, mm, but I already planned this with Willie and I can't be that person. So I'm still here. I mean, I understand. Like it's 
the thing about the podcast, and I've told a lot of people about this, is that people get on the podcast. They say they want to be on the podcast, and then they, as it gets closer and closer, they're like scared to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I just think that it's me and you having a conversation. It's not anything more than that. It's not like me drilling you about your whole like life story and me trying to get every detail out of you. Like it's like really like base level. Like I just want to know who Caitlin is, and that's it. It's not about right. And you and I, we've never had like a long conversation before. No, I mean we've we've text messages and and stuff like that, but like that's about it and, and DMs and stuff like that. But it's never been anything deeper than that. Yeah, so I think this will be a nice change. Yeah. So, I'm going to ask you the question I always ask everybody is, where did you grow up? So, I grew up in a really, really tiny town. Not even a town. It's called a village. Okay. Um, in northwestern Ohio. Like, really small. Yeah. And I still, like, I live five, not even five miles outside that town now. <laughs> so, you're still in the same area that you grew up in? Yeah. Just outside. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I barely moved. <laughs> I mean that I mean that happens. I've I've talked to a couple of people on here and a lot of people tend to stay in the same area that they grew up in or like even like the next town. Cuz it's mm-hmm. just familiar. And where we're at, we're a mile down the road from um my husband's family, they farm. Yeah. So the farm is just a mile down from the road from us. So that's really nice too. Yeah, cuz then you're close to family and you can like you have that support system, like, not that far from you. Yeah, and if they ever need anything, you know, Kyle's, like, five minutes down the road. Yeah. Like, not even, you know, for him to get ready and out the door and be down there. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So, what was your childhood like? Um, it, I guess, normal. I didn't have anything crazy happen to me when I was little. My, my, pa- like, I grew up with my parents. They were together, um... They were a little older when they had me. Yeah. So my parents were like 40 when I was born. Um, I had two older sisters that I did not grow up with. Um, I didn't get reconnected with them until I was like 15, 16 years old. Uh-huh. Um, they weren't really a part of my growing up, but it was just me, my mom and dad. Okay. So it was kind of like you were just kind of like the only child, but you really weren't the only child. Yeah, but I was raised that way. Yeah. So what was school like for you? Were you more of an academic or were you more of a sports person or like a combination of both? Oh, definitely not. Not sports, (laughs) nothing sports. I've never been an athletic person in my life. I was very academic in school, though. Yeah. Um, I actually I was actually my high school valedictorian. Really? It sounds more impressive than it is. Like my class size was only 43. Well, somebody else had, I think it was Tasha, because she was on an episode of the podcast recently, too. And I think she said her her graduating class was like 49. Yeah. So, no, I get it. But but still, like, that's still, to be valedictorian of that many people, that's that's amazing. Oh, thanks. So, you're look, you're smart. You're smarter than you think you are. Because. Yeah. To, to, I feel like the longer that I've been out of school. Like, the worse I get, though. No. Do you really think that? Sometimes. Why do you think that? Because I never... Well, just because, like, I never went on and went to college and pursued more of an education, which was very, very strange, you know, for being such an academic high schooler. For me to choose not to go to college. It was kind of a odd decision. Well, I think college isn't for everybody. I think that... 
we have been grown up in, into a society where you, you go to high school and then you immediately go to college. And mm-hmm. college is, isn't for everybody. Like for me, like I went to college for uh, for a semester and I was like, this is not for me. And then I, I see dropped. that's what I did. Yeah. But then I actually, I went I actually, semester. Yeah. And I, I went, I actually went back like two years later to finish, like to, to actually to go to community college and finish that and then go back to that same college that I finished. I mean, I did, I dropped out of and finished, but like at certain times of, uh, of your life, it's just not, it's not there for you. Like you don't want to do it. Right. And when I, when I started college was also the time that my mom was sick. Yeah. So I had a lot going on with that. So I took the decision to put college on the back burner with the thought that I would go back and I ultimately just chose not to. Yeah. I mean, I get it because you had so much stuff going on with your mom. So like it's, it, it's, it makes more sense for you to take care of your mom versus trying to worry about some kind of schooling or academics or anything like that. Like I get it. Right. It was more important at that time that I had a job. Yeah. And so you went from, so you went from growing up, as mostly a single kid, I mean, a single child, uh, living with two parents and you were academic and you graduated valedictorian. Um, what was high school like for you? Um, I wasn't like, I wasn't real popular or anything. I had my little group of friends. Um, I just a small group. There was maybe like four or five of us that were really close. Um, are you still close to them now? No, no, (laughs) No, the one the one girl that I was close with, um, I still she lives in Tennessee now. So when I'm with when I see her usually once a year when we're together, we meet up and it's like no time has passed, you know, but I don't see her unless like she's she's here or I'm there. Yeah. I mean, I still and I I ask that question because a lot of people don't have those relationships with people they were in high school with anymore because I like I don't like I. I can't even think of like one person that I went to high school with that I'm still friends with to this day, like, like very close friends with. So I get it. Right. Like I have some people that I still have on Facebook that I just keep up with them because I care enough to know that I want to see that they're doing well, but yeah, we don't actually ever communicate. I mean, and that's sad that that it it happens like that because you spent four years with this. Well, for some people it's more than that because they've, grew up with the same people like middle school and elementary school and you just don't you know you grow apart once high school's over yeah because at that time you have so much of your lives in common and you're in the same location and then as you get older people move away and yeah it's hard to stay connected as you get older it's not as easy as you think it's gonna be yeah so you just you graduated from high school and you just didn't you you made a sacrifice to just take care of your mom. Right. I mean, I feel like that's putting it very boldly, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not trying to like say that you like, I guess sacrifice is not the best <laughs> word to say, but sacrifice. it was so dramatic. Yeah. You made a choice because like, yeah, you, it, made a choice. Yeah. Because your mom was important to you and, and you wanted yeah, to make sure she got sick. She got sick my senior year of high school. Um, That December, she was diagnosed with small cell lung cancer. And she ended up living with that for about 20 months. So she ended up passing away 
the year after I graduated high school, she passed away that August. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been about seven and a half years now. That's that. Well, and I, I know your story. And so like to hear like how quickly that was and it's, it, that's, that's sad because like you didn't really get a chance to like, you grew up with your mom and like, you didn't like get a really, like your mom doesn't get a chance to see who you are now. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing that always gets me is that the last time that she saw me, I was just this bratty, know-it-all, you know, teenager. And I, I did so much growing up over the time period, you know, that she was sick and we lost her. And even, even since then I've done a lot of growing. So it is sad that I don't get to know her now that she doesn't get to see the person I am. I like to think that, you know, that she does see it. Yeah. So. No, I think she does. Yeah. Cause you've done like, and, and the short time that I've known you, you've done a lot of growing just in the last year that I've known you, but like, even like conversation with you and you're telling me that like about a little bit about your past and like how your mom was like sick and then she was gone, like not in a, it was pretty short amount of time. And then, and then you have the same issue with your dad, like not that, that much right. after that. Right. He, he's been gone, um, 13 months now. Yeah. And from the same thing, um, a different, different type of lung cancer. His wasn't, um, what she had was small cells. So it's, it's more rapid growing mm-hmm. what he had. It grew more slowly, but because of that, it's usually more in its more advanced stages by the time that they find it. So when he was diagnosed, he was already stage four. So, and so we they, found out were they, do they know what happened? Like how did they both end up with the same thing or somewhat kind they, of the same thing? Well, they were both heavy smokers okay. and that's one of your leading causes, you know, of lung cancer. I mean, they were both smokers since they were like teenagers, like young teenagers, like 13 years old, you know, and they smoked their entire lives. Like dad, he never even quit because he didn't see the point. He wanted to, he wanted to try to enjoy what time he had left. So he didn't feel the need to make any life changes. Yeah. But yeah, he was sick August of uh, 2018. And then he passed away by January of 2019. And then your mom passed so when you would... were 18, right? Yeah. It was two weeks before I turned 19. Wow. And how old are you now? 26. Dude, that's, that's, wow. That's a, that's a lot. In just a small period of time. Like you've dealt with it a mm-hmm. lot in just a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was, after mom passed away and even as a teenager, like I've always had some sort of depression. Like I've been, I've been on medicine for depression since I was 16 years old. And when mom died, it just put everything, just all that depression just into overdrive. And I, I just let myself barely skate by through life for years before I decided to try to get healthy. And that was the year that I got, um, I started my journey February, of 2018 yeah. and that was the same year that dad got sick That's... so when i was doing really well and i was making all of this progress in the middle of that you know he got sick yeah so i think that was that's been part of why i've been so hesitant to get on a podcast and share because 
I feel like I started out really strong. And then with, you know, all these outside circumstances coming in, I just felt like I was off my game, you know, but, like I wasn't in it anymore. But I mean, that happens though, because like you can't control like outside sources. So you can't control what happens to like the people you love and stuff. The only thing you can control is you. And, mm-hmm. and that's hard because, you know, you have all this stuff happening to the people you love and, and like you want to be there for them. And, and it's just hard for you because then like you're trying to keep it all together. Right. So, I mean, do you, yeah, because I, in that period though, that first like six months where I started my journey, I lost, um, almost six, well, I think I've lost about 50 pounds in that first six months yeah. before we found out dad was sick. And I went on to lose like a total of 65 pounds. Yeah. And then I started to gain a little bit back, which now I'm trying to get back to my, my low weight again and surpass that. But at this point, I feel like where I'm at weight loss isn't the goal anymore. I just think I want it to be a side effect of all the, the goals that I do want to put in place. Yeah. I mean, and I've seen in this, in this last year, I've seen this progression of you where you, you were having a lot of like mental health issues. And so like you were trying to deal Mm -hmm. with that on top of trying to lose weight on top of all that and then deal with the passing of your dad in the same period. Mm -hmm. So you just had a lot on your plate. Yeah. Weight loss, like took a back burner and I gained back like 15 pounds, which in the grand scheme of things, isn't much. And I mean, the strength training and everything I've done, I'm sure my body composition at the weight I am now isn't the same, you know, you know, as it was however many months ago when I weighed this weight. Yeah. So I, I like to think maybe my body is carrying it a little differently. But I mean, I see you, I see you working though. Like every time, every time you post on Instagram, you're like, I'm in the gym or I'm at home in the basement in the gym. <laughs> Yeah, like you're, you're, our, our little gym that we're trying to throw together. It looks nice though, because like it, y'all have like just the essentials that y'all need, and y'all like still yeah, building. We need to actually get dumbbells. Dumbbells would be very, very nice to have. Yeah, but it looks nice though because, and I, and I wish I had a home gym because like there's times where you just don't want to leave the house, so it's just nice to right. have something right there, so you can just go down and just go work out. It'd be nice to eventually have enough equipment that we could get rid of our gym membership. Yeah. I mean, I like our gym, but if I could get away with not having to, you know, to pay for a gym, you know, if I could just accumulate enough of my own equipment and everything that I needed. I mean, it can happen. It's possible. Yeah. It'll just take some time because that stuff's expensive. Well, I mean, yeah. Been looking around on Facebook marketplace trying to find stuff. That's where we found a lot of it. That's the best place to go, though, too. It's just like like Facebook Marketplace and like um, there's other stuff. I can't remember the name of the stuff, but like there's Excellent. other places. Yeah, like you can find stuff like that, like anywhere. Mm-hmm. So where do you where do you want to go with your weight loss? Like where do you want to go from here? Because I know you you've been trying to fight to get back to it. Like I know you you were in Miami for the Super Bowl and all that stuff and. And and, yeah. and and you wanted to, because you, you came back and you started hitting it hard, like when you came back. Well, with the gym, like, and I even went to the gym while I was in Miami, like while I was out there, I still used the hotel gym a few times, but 
my big thing with the start of the year was trying to get back to having consistent workouts, at least doing four a week, shooting really for five, trying to do that. Um, which now I'm trying to switch up what I'm doing a little bit. I'm trying to focus on like full body training mm-hmm. instead of doing like a traditional split. That's what, just that's to what try I do something now is full different. body. I do full body too. Oh man. It's really like, it's hurting. You know what I mean? Like I can, <laughs> I can feel it. It works though, because then you're, you're not, you're in the gym maybe a little bit longer than you would want to, but like you get it done and then you don't have to be in the gym like every other day. So you're in the gym maybe three, four days a week and that's, that's it. And then you're done. Yeah. But that, that stuff works yeah. though. Cause that, that's what I, cause I started doing that in December. I was like, let me just do full body like three days a week and I'll just increase the weight like by five pounds every two weeks and then see where I go. Yeah. Cause, cause I'd rather lift weights because cardio it's just not for me. You're an anomaly. <laughs> Most women that I talk to are like, I love cardio. And you're like, no, I'm all about the No, legs. no, that's, that's not me. <laughs> no, my, my version of cardio is I will walk on the treadmill and I will set it on an incline Yep, that's and that's enough to get my heart rate up. Like I'm not about to try running. Like I might run in like little intervals, do like 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. I might do like five or six rounds of that yeah. to really get my heart rate up. But I'm not just gonna run. That's like the flying pig is coming up. I'm only doing the 5K and I'm still walking. <laughs> I'm not trying to run. I'm not there for the race, anyways. I'm for, I'm there to see all you guys. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about the the flying pig. Like from last from 2019. Like what was that experience like for you? Like meeting everybody that it you did. It was so nerve wracking. Yeah, because you didn't, I was, we didn't like, know anybody before I got there. Were you? Like everyone talks about crying crystal, but like I was a wreck. Were you? I was bawling. Like I was so nervous because I just like, like since high school, like I broke away from all the friends that I had. Yeah. I don't have very many people I'm close to outside my family. True. So here it's just this community of people that I feel like I've met them all online, but are they real people? You know, you have that nervous thing where you're like, you know, it's people catfishing out there. You don't know. <laughs> no, I get you don't it. know. But no, it was great because everyone was just so genuine. Yeah. And, you know, you could tell that everything that they're putting out online is like that. That's them. That's real. That's raw. Like everyone was exactly who I thought they'd be. Yeah. And it was like, you know, well, in Crystal, I see Crystal all the time anyway. But like still seeing some of the people there like Emily and Rachel and seeing these guys and. It's like we've known each other our whole lives almost. And and I'm jealous that all of y'all are like kind of in the same vicinity because like y'all get to have these, <laughs> these these meetups every now and then. And I'm just like, I'm over here in Texas being like, man, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have that. Like I have, I think I have like maybe one or two people that are like close to me, like James, James something and a couple other people. But like, it's hard to like have that kind of meetup to, to meet up with friends because I, I, I don't have Well, any. I missed the last little meetup they did because, unfortunately, I had had a cousin pass away. Yeah. And they were holding a service for her that same day. And I, you know, I couldn't not go. Yeah. You know. So I missed the last little meetup. But um, Crystal's trying to talk them into doing another one in April, even though it's right before the pig. But still try to do something small. I mean, that makes sense. Just to meet up every now and then. Yeah, but Crystal, I see her usually at least once a month because she only lives like 45 minutes away from me. Oh, that's good. And it's all 
it's all country driving. You know what I mean? It's literally like a straight shot to her house almost. Yeah. So at least you have somebody that's close to you that's not family. Yeah. Right. Because I've, I, you know, I'd never had that before. So the first time I went to Crystal's house, you know, it was like really strange because it's like, I don't really know this chick, but I'm going to go to her house. And this is fine. People do this now. But, you know, and she's turned into just my closest friend. You know, it's what I've gotten out of this community, you know, and all I was just trying to do was just to lose weight and to just document it for my own accountability, you know. And I walked away with like a handful of friends, like good friends. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I, I try to talk to you as much as I can because I know you like my schedule's like all over the place. So like I, I try to check up on you every now and then, and mm-hmm. I've just seen that you're you're in a really good place right now. And I, I, I am, and I think that's good because you had so much issue, you had so many issues with just mental health, like you were you were like up and you were down like you were never like super consistent like it was just like all over the place so it's good to know Mm -hmm. that you are in a good place now right and i finally like for the longest time like when i did start to feel good i had this anxiety almost just that like i was waiting for the downfall yeah and i finally gotten to realize like you know maybe there isn't one like maybe i can actually just feel good and that's fine because i've been when my mom passed away, you know, that was really rough. And then when dad passed away, I just knew that I couldn't let myself go through that again. Yeah. So I set myself an appointment with a psychiatrist so that they could actually, you know, really work with me on getting my medicine straightened out and making sure that we found something that really worked for me. And we have, I've done great on the medicines I'm currently on now. Um, I started seeing a counselor. So I go to therapy um, at least once a month ever, or every few weeks. And that's been, that's been the hugest thing I think is the therapy. Yeah. Cause I talked to you about it. Cause I told you I was, I was going to start going to therapy and I talked to you about it and you told me mm-hmm. that was probably the best thing for me to do is go to therapy. I mean, even when you don't like, even if you don't think you need it, it's still, you know, it's still nice to sit there and talk to someone that just has this unbiased filter that they can just sit there and listen to all your stuff and then they can sit there and just logic like help you logically just piece things together or you know just give advice on how to move forward or little tips like i'm supposed to be doing a gratitude journal i haven't done it i'm surprised you hadn't rubbed off on you hadn't rubbed off on me yet like like if i hadn't rubbed off on you yet because i do the gratitude journal every day i I did one i was doing one (laughs) at night but only three things and then i i didn't even do that yeah. i did it for like two weeks i mean journaling might not be your thing then because i think i've talked to you about journaling before and you're like that's oh, not my thing i always it's one of those things i start out and i'm like so ambitious like i'll go out and i'll buy a new journal mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll buy cute little pens and i'll get myself all set up and then i'll journal for like three days and then i'm done like, it seems like this great idea, and then I just run out of steam. I think that... Like, I always have these great ideas, and then I kind of flake out on them. I don't, I don't think that journaling is something that you have to do every day. Like, I, I, I'm learning that now, that I I typically journal, but I don't do it every day. It might be like... At one point, it was like every other week. I mean, every week. It was like every Tuesday I was doing it. Um, but for the most part, like, I would probably say that if you're journaling like one, once or twice a week, I think you're good. 
Because I think I think you do. See, now you sound like my counselor. Well, no, because I think you run out of stuff. No, like, you do because this is this is like the kind of thing she gets on to me about is I have this like all or nothing mentality. Yeah. Like in my mind, if I'm gonna do this, I have to do it every day. And she would sit there and be like, "Well, why can't you only do it like try once a week or try every couple weeks?" Like she would sit there and you know piece that together for me. Yeah, I I, I typically realize that. I come to it when I'm like in a good place or I'm like excited about something. Like I'm either mm-hmm. in a good place, like a really good place, or I'm excited about something or I'm upset about something. And you know, that doesn't happen every day. Like there's like ebbs and flows where like I'm just all right. Like I'm not I don't have anything to write about, so I just don't write anything in, in my journal. But for the most part, like it's like on average I've been doing like two, three times a week and that's it. Like and that I think that's all you need. I think that we've gotten to this this place where people think they have to journal every day. And I think that's how a lot of people get burnt out on it. Right. Like I said, I get stuck in that all or nothing mentality. Like I got to do it all, which I mean, that's like when I started my weight loss journey, I was one of those people that did it the exact way they tell you not to. I was like cutting everything out. I was throwing in like five days a week of exercise. Like I just hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably part of it too. You know, I kind of ran out of steam. Yeah. But, but I mean, at one point I had lost 65 pounds. So it's like, I know how to lose weight. I have a whole community backing me up. Like I know how to do this, but like right now I'm work. I've noticed that my workouts, when my workouts are consistent, when I'm working out every few days, at least every, no more than going two days without exercise. Yeah. Um, that I feel good. I notice when I start to feel bad, I I can sit there and be like, okay, have you exercised? No. And I know that I need to hit the gym. Yeah. Because when I'm exercising, you know, you're getting that natural release of endorphins and all these good hormones that your body needs. And when I'm like missing out on that, I suffer. (laughs) I suffer for it mentally. Like that's when those lows start to come. Yeah. But if I keep consistent with my working out, um, now I've got to get consistent with my eating. That's my big issue right now. But you're slowly when bu- I was you're slowly Miami. building on it, though. Yeah, because when I was in Miami, I was not about to watch what I was eating. But you were in Miami, Too much though. Food. I was in Miami. And I the other bad thing I did was I was drinking pop. And I had not been drinking pop in so long. But in Miami, it was just... Oh. <laughs> so good i drank all the pop but i mean that that happens when you, when you go on vacation or well, it was it was kind of a half vacation half work thing for you so like you were still yeah. like let me let me let loose a little bit because i'm out of i'm out of yeah. my own element yeah but i'm getting back on track um i'm trying to get back to just even if i am eating like off what I would like to be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm at least trying to be mindful of my portions and not letting those get out of control. Yeah. And yeah. And then I'm trying to, I'm attempting not doing as well as you are, but attempting to lower my caffeine intake. I'm not trying to cut it out, but I'm trying to lower it. You know, that was just an experiment. I, I just wanted to see how I felt. And, and Nikki, came to me about it too well Nikki told me about it she's like I'm gonna 
she's like, I'm going to do this caffeine, like this kind of adrenal reset. Cause I just, she's like, I think I've been drinking too much caffeine. So, and I was like, well, if she's going to do it, let me go ahead and try it to do it too. Because I, I realized I was drinking too much caffeine at one point. I think mm-hmm. at certain points I was drinking more than 300 milligrams a day. So I was like, let me see if I can bring this down just a little bit um, to like 80 milligrams or less. And, you know, I told you the other day, I was like, I didn't have any caffeine one day. And you were like, what? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that. And you're saying 300 milligrams, like that's a lot. I mean, that is a lot. I mean, that's, if you drink like, that's one, like energy, one drink. Yeah, and that's why I I wanted to get away from that stuff because I was like I'm drinking. It's like one drink for me, and I would drink <laughs> like at least two of those a day. I would be around like 800 milligrams of caffeine a day. Ugh. See, I got the real problems. <laughs> well, like I said, I just it's, want to. It's an addiction. It is... It's my favorite addiction. I know it is, because I know like when Daryl <sighs> listens to this, he's gonna be like, "Yep, she loves those energy drinks." But yeah. I do though. if i could just learn to love coffee because coffee you know well and then i'm trying to learn to drink it without having to use well i have to use creamer so i try to get the sugar-free creamer and then i add the zero calorie flavor and you're like so by the time i'm done with it it tastes okay like i can drink it but i don't like enjoy it yeah but because it's not a zero zero calorie energy drink they just—they taste so good. That's where they get you. <laughs> no, I get it. Because I told you, I was like, at one point, I was drinking like two of those a day, and I was like, man, this is too much. And I was like, no, I can't. And, then, and I've been trying to drink more, just like flavored waters, just so I have something yeah. that just other than water that I can enjoy drinking. And that's where I tried those those noon tablets. Yeah. I, I've been trying those, and like they're it? okay. They're okay. It's okay. I don't love the. I maybe if I tried a different flavor, it would be better. I got the blackberry. Blackberry citrus. Oh, okay, that might not be for you then. Yeah. There's like but there's I, like ten extra flavors. Yeah, I like the idea of them. You just pop your little tablet in, like one or two, probably two, because let's be honest, I need more caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, they've been a nice little supplement. Yeah. Like that little eighty milligrams is doing something. So, you, do you feel a difference? A little. I do. I do feel a little better. I don't feel as anxious since I've been trying to cut out the caffeine. So, I'm like not... I would just naturally just sitting there doing nothing. I would just start to feel anxious, and I'd be sitting there like, "What is wrong with you?" And I think it's just because I had so much caffeine that it was making me jittery mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> and now that it's, but now that it, I'm not drinking as much, I don't feel that, that anxious feeling anymore. So maybe you need to cut down the caffeine. Yeah. It's hard. Though. I've had several people tell me I need to like knock it off. <laughs> well, it's hard if you're so used to, if you've been drinking, how long have you been drinking energy drinks? Like- Years. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to, it's been, a, it's been an addiction for like years. So like, it's hard to jump off of it. Mm-hmm. If I can just, what I want to do is I want to get myself down to just having like a cup of coffee in the morning and then just being able to just do my pre-workout Yeah. like in the afternoon and that'd be all the caffeine I have. 
because I think I read once that like a healthy adult shouldn't consume more than like 400 milligrams. That's, that's not the average adult. <laughs> Cause I know a lot of people that drink way more than that. Right. But that's like, so I've made that my goal is to keep it under 400. So if I can just get down to like coffee or maybe having like an, one of those tablets or two, yeah. cause they're only like 40 milligrams a piece. Yeah. And then I have to have pre-workout. See, I, mean, I don't because, do pre-workout. Yeah. I don't know. I It's probably more like a placebo effect. Like I probably think it's doing more than it is. <laughs> but I'm so used to it. You just have this nice, depending what flavor you get, but it could be a nice fruity little beverage, you know, that just gives you a little caffeine and a little energy mm-hmm. and gets you ready to go, ready to hit the gym, get your sweat on. Like that's, I look forward to that, like pre-workout drink. Yeah. It's like a little treat. No, I mean, I get it. I, Cause I know a lot of people who do pre-workout and I just, I've just never been, a pre, I think I've tried pre-workout like twice. And every time I've had it, I'm like, I'm like itching and I'm like, I don't like that feeling. So like, Oh yeah. Crystal can't do pre-workout at all. Um, yeah. I, I have some that is stimulant free oh, okay. that I've tried a couple times. Um, which is still okay. I've had it when I go to, when I go to the gym later, cause I try not to have caffeine too close to bedtime. Yeah. Cause that's not good. Cause then you, Cause know, you won't I sleep. Need sleep. I require a full eight hours of sleep for me to be, um, functioning at my best. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get, I get that. And, and I, and I told, I talked to Daryl today and he was asking me how the no caffeine thing, well, the less caffeine thing was going. I was like, I've slept a lot better this week. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sleeping way better this week because I haven't had caffeine. I haven't had that, as much caffeine as I have, I have been consuming. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it, it, it works. I, I, I see the, the, the benefit of it. So I think I'm going to keep doing it. Um, and if I have like a Coke or like a Diet Coke or something there, like, then so be it. Like it's, I think it was like a hundred milligrams or something like that. So, so be it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like the small amounts here and there, like if you just have, even if you had an energy drink every once in a while, like, you know what I mean? Like if I could still only have them maybe once or twice a month, I don't think that's bad. No. But I would like to say I was having them like almost every day. And I was like, this is I was, I was having them like multiple a day. And that's rough. Yeah, I would have like at least two pre. I would have two energy drinks and take pre workout in the same day. How do you sleep? I don't know, but I do. <laughs> it somehow happens. Oh, you're a beast! Because I, I would be like, I know my what? caffeine addiction is the unhealthiest thing about me. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, they, they could be worse things. Right. Like you could have a full on blown, blown like food addiction and be like, I'm going to eat all the calories. Yeah. But I, I think you're doing good though. Like I, I've, I've seen the growth in you over the last year. Like, cause I, yeah, I, like, well, I 2019 ended up not being a year of weight loss. Yeah. It ended up being a year of like just mental recovery. Yeah. More than anything. And I figured this year I'd make it. 
Well, I originally wanted this year to be more about weight loss, but I, I think I just want to make it more about just focusing on being more healthy in general. So like making sure that I'm getting, you know, at least four workouts a week yeah, or just being consistent, being, being active, you know, just using stairs instead of taking the elevator, parking further away, just little things to keep myself moving and be more active and watching my portions and making sure that I'm eating eating produce more adding things in than you know removing them from my diet yeah. like just adding in more of the good stuff yeah i mean i think you're doing a good job of that because i think yeah and i mean weight loss will come if i just yeah. focus on well what is it daryl says control the controllables yep. focus on the things that i do have control over and then the results will follow yep oh. i mean that's the best place to be yeah because that's finally i think where i'm at now now, again, I'm still working on the nutrition. So right now, I just, I'm not a big weight loss success story, but I'm still an advocate, you know, for living a healthy life. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's good. I think that's just, I think that over the last year, your head has been up and down. And then like towards the end of this, towards the end of last year, like it started to click for you. And then when you came mm -hmm. in 2020, like you just ran with it. Yeah. So I, I, as somebody just looking, looking at what you're doing from the outside in, like I'm proud of where you're, where you're at and like, I'm glad your head is in a good place and that you're just moving forward. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I appreciate you coming on and, and talking to me because I know, I know this is something that you were kind of like hesitant to do because you didn't know if you had a story to tell. And I, I, I think you do. Like, I think you, you you've been through hell and you've came at the other side fighting like fighting like hell and you've and this is where you are now and like you're still fighting so i think that's good yeah well and it says right in my instagram bio it says right in there on a weight loss and mental health journey yeah. like the reason that i chose my instagram handle on my way kate was the whole point was i didn't want it to be all about weight loss because i knew that at the, the end of the day, my mental health is what's most important to me. Yeah. So it's on my way. Like, no matter what that is, like, I'm on my way. Like, I'm on my way to mental health, like, being more positive. I'm on my way to, to weight loss, hopefully, as it comes. Yep. Just on my way to better things. I want to thank Kaylin for coming on and sharing her story. And in, in the episode, you can hear, like, she's, like, super excited about, like, what she has you know, coming up in 2020 and, um, you know, since we recorded this episode, so much stuff has happened, uh, especially with the coronavirus stuff. And she's, she's doing the best she can with what, she, you know, what she has right now. And I, I, I think that after all this stuff is over, like this coronavirus stuff, I think she will still be trying to hit those goals that she really wants to hit. So I, I really appreciate her coming on. Um, like I said, she's going to be on a, another episode like later on in, in May. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you want to follow Caitlin on Instagram, you can follow Caitlin on Instagram at on my way Kate. Uh, if you want to, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at Willie Gillis. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns for the podcast, you can email me at what I love for podcast at gmail.com. And that's going to be it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this and I will see you next week.